my Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. This meditation is on enemies and friends in our apostolate. Let me read for you something that the Lord told us in the Gospel. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted out and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first, collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then, gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. End of quote. The Lord is telling us that in our work of evangelization, we will face difficulties. This is something we need to accept. In our personal apostolate, we will have to face enemies. Let us get to know a few of them so that we can learn how to overcome them. The first enemy I would like to meditate about is to think that apostolate is about doing something. The Lord said, I will make you fishers of men. This is something important. The Lord didn't invite Peter, Andrew, James, John. He didn't invite them to do something. He invited them to be someone. That's probably why the Father insists in that idea. We do not do apostolate. We are apostles. Personal apostolate is not about doing something. It's about achieving a new lifestyle, a new way of living. And our lifestyle, the lifestyle that we are supposed to achieve because we are children of God in the Catholic Church and in the work, our lifestyle is not like everybody else's. The Lord invited us to be light in the middle of the world. Because there is a lot of darkness out there. And we are the light. Our apostolate is 
that light in the middle of darkness. We are that light in the middle of the world, which is in darkness. It's about what we are, not what we do. Light has to be light, and if it's light, it will spread light around. It's about being. It's about a way of living. It's not about doing something. The Lord invited us to be the salt of the earth. There is a lot of uh, of tasteless stuff out there, right? A lot of things that don't fill our hearts with genuine fulfillment. Our apostolate is good taste in the middle of the world. We are the good taste in the middle of the world. By making the right choices, by making a choice for God, by choosing God in our lives, we have the real taste. The real taste which makes everything around us to taste good. We are that light, we are that salt. The Lord talked to us in terms of being someone, not in terms of doing lots of things and carrying out lots of, lots of activities. No, that comes as a consequence. The important thing is to think that apostolate is about being someone, being someone new. The Lord said that we are like living in society, right? That living which makes bread really tasty and beautiful to the eyes. And as we know, in our, society, in our society, there is a lot of flat bread out there, right? With all my respect and love for those who follow a gluten-free diet, there is a lot of uh, flat bread. This is our thing. Our thing is to be someone new. To be someone new in Christ. And it is by that, by having Christ within us, and by trans allowing him to transform us, that's the way we redeem the world. And we transform the world. That is why we cannot mix up apostolate with just doing external things, right? Sending out emails, just inviting people. If apostolate were only that, we would risk ourselves to end up in becoming somehow activists. But activism is not the deal. Activists usually quite after a while and... The Lord called us not to be activists. The Lord called us to be apostles. And that's something forever. And the Lord said that our names are written in heaven. So our mission is supernatural. Our mission is forever. It's not about just doing things. It's about being someone. So let us not miss the big picture of our apostolic mission. That would be the first enemy. To think that apostolate is about doing something. That's not true. Other enemy is indifference. Indifference undermines our apostolate. There is indifference in my dealings with my friends if I don't really care about their spiritual life. Indifference means that I see my friends far away from the Lord and I don't pray a lot for them to see them back next to the Lord. This is what our Father refers to when he says, Hijos míos, me duelen las almas. When our father says that, he is feeling the weight of souls deep down in his heart. Because when he was seen, many people confused in the, when receiving information, people running away from God. Well, our father suffered. Because when we love people, we want for them what is best. 
We want for them what is good. We want for them the good. And we are not indifferent. If we see that people are far away from the Lord and they don't go after what is good for them, we suffer. We cannot be indifferent. If we were a bit indifferent, that's, I mean, when we are a bit indifferent, that undermines our apostolate. When there is indifference, there is slow pace in my apostolic zeal. When there is indifference, there is small prayer, there is small mortification, there is a small initiative, there are small ideas. When there is indifference, there is fear to embark ourselves in apostolic projects. When there is indifference, there is a small creativity. And our, the Father is inviting us to, to live according to the creativity of charity. When there is indifference, I don't make openings in my schedule to see or visit people or do something with them. I just prefer to stay in the basement of my center where temperatures are cool in summer and warm in winter so that I can watch peacefully the news, etc. Just kidding, but you, you see my point, right? Let us ask our Lord to prevent us from giving into this indifference. Of course, we are not talking about a big doses of indifference, but indifference can step in in our lives and we can convive, so to speak, with a bit of indifference. Lord, indifference never. Always give me a heart in love for you and a heart in love for others. And as soon as I see that people are not close to you, Lord, give me a grace to, to take an interest in that, to suffer because they are suffering. Other enemy is bureaucratic apostolate. Bureaucratic apostolate happens when I spend more time figuring out my schedule, planning my year, my semester, my month, my week, making and studying my statistics. And as a result, I invest just a short time in actual contact with people. That's the, the, the enemy of the bureaucratic apostolate. One of the things the father said in Rome in that workshop last September in Rome was, was this. People go first. People go first. We need to invest a lot of time in being in touch with people. Because our apostolate is apostolate of friendship and confidence. And in order to have confidence, we need friendship. And friendship takes time. And that means that we need to invest time in our friends and to stay together. To... Of course, we have to plan things and study statistics and plan our weeks, months, etc. But here is an interesting question. How many hours a week do I spend with people in the business of apostolic work? Is there balance in the way I use my time? Because, of course, we have to run things properly. And we cannot run centers recklessly. So we need to study and to plan things, of course. But is there a balance in the way I use my time? How many times a week do I spend with my friends? Other enemy <clears throat> in our apostolate 
and of course the difficulties. Difficulties are always a problem and they are our enemy. If you look at difficulties from a human point of view, difficulties are bad. Nobody wants to have uh, anything to do with difficulties. Nobody wants to walk on the rain and hail on Scorsian Day, right? Nobody wants to go on a hike trip without water. Nobody sees how great it is that there is a big thunderstorm and I'm going to be able to do lots of things outdoors in this Scorsian Day with thunderstorm, etc. No. And when there are difficulties there, that has an impact in us. Difficulties prevent us from doing more things or to keep going, right? Nobody likes working for a good cause and suddenly all the doors are closed. Nobody wants to cooperate. Your best friends who started to work with you let you down, etc. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes difficulties. Difficulties in our apostolate are a big problem and we need to learn to overcome them. One of the ways to overcome those difficulties is to look at them from a supernatural outlook. If we are always set in this supernatural outlook, we will see difficulties as means for us to grow stronger, as means for us to trust more God and less ourselves. So we need to turn them around into an occasion for us to trust more, to love more our Lord, to pray more, to learn, to be flexible, to develop new skills. So if we look at difficulties from this supernatural outlook or from this supernatural perspective, they will help us to grow a lot and we will beat them. We will overcome them. But we'll come back to that point later in this meditation. Well, there are a few enemies in our personal apostolate. We have pointed out just a few of them. There are more. But let us ask our Lord to be realistic. In our personal apostolate, we will face difficulties. That's the reality. But fortunately, we will find also friends of our apostolate, friends of our personal apostolate. Who are these friends in our personal apostolate? There are a few ones. Let us point out just the most important ones, I guess. First one, prayer. If you want to carry out your personal apostolate with success, prayer is the solution. The Lord says in the Gospel, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you evildoers. These are amazing words of the Lord, right? Let us ask our Lord to understand what he means. If we read again this, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. The Lord is telling us, if you want to make it to heaven, just do my will, right? So don't tell to me many words, okay? Lord, Lord, do my will. This is clear. But the question is, Lord, what's your will? And in the next verse, we find the key to this. That day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? So 
in the final judgment, there's going to be people, hey, Lord, but I was doing lots of things for you. So I was doing your will. What's going on here? You know, and then I will declare to them, says the Lord, I never knew you. Depart from me, you evildoers. Here's the thing. It might seem that we are doing good things, but the most important thing we have to do, and that's part of the will of God, is to get to know him. The Lord says, I never knew you. That was the, the thing that, that the Lord doesn't like. That you didn't know me. So I never knew you. The Lord puts in this way the importance of before we go out there and do a lot of things, the most important thing we have to do is to get to know him and to love him. And this is what happens in prayer. That's why the first friend in our personal apostolate is prayer. Because in prayer, we get to know the Lord, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And in prayer, the more we know the Lord, the more we love him. And when we love him, then we learn to do what he likes. Then things are going well. Because if we are just doing things, but we miss out in the important thing, which is to get to know him, then we, there is something wrong here. So Lord, give me your grace to keep this in mind. The key point in my apostolate is my prayer. To get to know you and to love you. And this happens in mental prayer. In mental prayer and in this constant ongoing conversation that we tried to have with God throughout the day, as our Father taught us. We pray not because we want to wake up the Lord so that he can do something for our friends. No, the Lord is awake and he desires to help our friends more than we do. And he loves our friends infinitely more than we do. We do not pray to get the Lord helping our friends, not at all. We pray in order to set ourselves up on the right attitude. The right attitude is that one, to love our Lord, to get to know him, to love him. And then that attitude is, you know, this having this supernatural outlook and realizing at the same time that we are instruments. Then we are ready to tell our friends what the Lord wants, them, wants to tell them. So we pray because... I pray because I need it if I want to be a good instrument. And I pray for the miracle of my friends to make a decision to follow the Lord. That's why I pray. But that prayer sets, first of all, myself in the right attitude. And I am taught and I am in close to the Lord and I get to know Him and I try to love Him. And then as a consequence, I transmit to, to others what the Lord wants them to do. And I pray for them a lot, for they to make a decision and to say yes to the Lord. I pray for me and for others. No, God is the first one interested in helping my friends. When, I've, when I pray for the right reasons, my prayer is constant. Through the day to the night and through the night to the day, as our Father taught us, right? When I pray for the right reasons, I never get discouraged when difficulties do arise. When I pray for the right reasons, there are no ups and downs in my apostolate. When I pray for the right reasons, I persevere with joy while carrying out my apostolic tasks in the center. When I pray for the right reasons, I want my friends to follow the Lord, not to follow me. 
When I pray for the right reasons, I want for my friends what is good, not what is good for me or what is only my interest. That is why prayer, constant prayer, is our number one friend in our personal apostolate. The second one is friendship. Time for others, not time for me. It is awesome to see the Lord tired and looking forward to having some rest at Jacob's well in Sikar, and to see how the Lord sees this Samaritan woman coming to the well, and then the Lord kind of gets back to work, forgetting about his tiredness, forgetting about his thirst. And he starts that conversation with that woman, conversation which led her to have an amazing conversion. When we are good friends with our friends, we are constantly there with a 100% availability to serve them. Friendship is about generosity, not time to think of myself, time to think of others. Friendship is about making it easier for others to have an encounter with the Lord. Friendship is about wanting for our friends what is good for them. Friendship is about loving our friends unconditionally, regardless of their progress. Friendship makes it possible to be sincere and natural in our dealings with others. As our father wrote, quote, You don't get through to people because you speak a different language. I advise you to be natural. It is all due to that artificial formation of yours. Friendship is about telling your friends what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. It's about telling the truth. And if you are good friends with your friends, they will accept what you tell them, and you will accept what they tell you. Because friendship is reciprocal. There is not just friendship in one side, and on the other end there is nothing, no. Friendship is reciprocal. Let us work on friendship. Let us work on prayer. Other of our friends in our personal apostolate is to love people, to learn to love people. In a book that I read recently, the author brings up a legendary talk he attended. It was a legendary talk, and it was very short as well. A short, an old man entered the living room, where around 50 numeraries in the center of studies were attending a monthly recollection. This man said a Hail Mary, sat down, and told them he was going to say something about apostolate. And here is what he said. When you are old and try to remember the people who really helped you the most in your spiritual life, you will not remember great preachers or great experts in spirituality. No. You will remember only those who really loved you. Which is why the only great secret of apostolate is to learn to love people. After saying that, he stood up and said a Hail Mary and left. The author of the book says that he never saw him again, but that was probably one of the best talks he ever attended. What does it mean to learn to love people? The Lord gives us the answer, the answer in the gospel. When I love people, I don't have time for myself. I have time only for God and for others. When I love people, I want for them, again, what is good, not to achieve my objectives. When I love, I make amiable the road towards holiness, which can be a bit rough, since going after good was never easy. 
but I know how to make it amiable and attractive. When I love, I look at people straight in the eye and they feel that I feel that they are important for me. When I love, I suffer because there is no indifference and my friends' sorrows are mine. When I love, I'm glad because there is no indifference and my friends' joys are mine as well. When I love, I play in the same thing with my friends. When I love, I don't try to over-control people like police officers do. I just trust them and we help each other as we walk down the road towards holiness. When I love, I radiate warmth around me and I transmit hope and joy and people want to talk to me and try again in their spiritual life. When I love, I am very understanding with others and demanding on myself as our Father taught us. When I love with the Lord's heart, I am for my friends Christ who is passing by. Which is why the best book to learn how to love is the Gospel. And the Gospel should be the most important book and the book we bring up to our prayer more often. Other of our friends in apostolate is trust. Trust is something that people give to you depending on the way you behave, which depends on the way you are. It is in the way we behave that we show who we are. Based on that, people give us their trust or not. Trust doesn't come with a position we get in our apostolic undertakings. Trust is something we need to, to win, to, to merit, because it's others who gives us trust. People trust us when we win them over with deeds, deeds of service, interest. People trust us when we tell them the truth. People trust us when we are cheerful. People trust us when we are understanding. People trust us when we have a good character and we correct our defects and we try to improve our defects. People trust us when we speak without offending people. People trust us when we listen to others carefully and many other things. It is when people see all these things that people give us their trust. If people don't give us their trust, they will not take our advice. As the author of the book, Jesus as Friends, said, quote, it is very difficult to enlighten people's intelligence. It is very difficult to move their wills in the right direction. It is very difficult to set their hearts on fire unless we inspire them to trust us. Trust is not something you can impose on others. You inspire them to give you their trust. Without the trust of those who are around you, how difficult it is to carry out your apostolic mission. And finally, there is this friend, of course, in our personal apostolate, which is hope. We talked previously about difficulties, right? Here's the solution to overcome all the difficulties at once. Hope. The Father talks a lot about hope. He invites us to, to live according to this hope. And that hope is in Christ. Christ is our hope. The Lord said in the Old Testament, Electi mei non laborabunt frustra. Electi mei non laborabunt frustra. My chosen ones will not labor in vain. 
The Lord said in the gospel, your names are written in heaven. All these things are things that the Lord has told us and all these things help us to, to build up a strong hope in our personal apostolate. Electime non laborum frustra. Your names are written in heaven. Go all over the world and teach the gospel to the whole of creation. If the Lord has sent us out to preach the gospel to the whole of creation, it's because there's going to be fruit. Sooner or later, more or less, we will see it or not, there's going to be fruit. So the Lord is the source of hope. He wrote our names in heaven. We are his chosen ones. And he said, finally, I'll be with you until the end of the world. That's exactly the source of our hope. And as you navigate, as we navigate through the waters of difficulties in our spiritual life and apostolate, which is normal, and that's ordinary life because life is about that, about overcoming difficulties, getting stronger, learning, etc. As we navigate these difficult waters, let us always place our hope in the Lord. As the poet said, if you want that the furrow is straight, tie or bound, bind your plow to a star. As we work in our apostolic work, let us look at the Lord and let us place all our hopes in Him. Our Lady is Mother of Hope. We invoke our Mother as our hope, seal of wisdom, handmaid of the Lord, etc. So let us turn to her at the end of this meditation. Let us ask her for this hope to be able to beat these enemies in our apostolate by befriending our best friends in our personal apostolate. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel intercede for me.